Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew. And uh, we got some uh, big news to share with everybody uh, today. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening to the show over the last m- couple months, I've already had the coronavirus. And this week, we find out that uh, Barry the Boater has been attacked. Car- Well, I'm telling you, you know, it, it kind of spreads uh, in various di- different ways. Uh, for the record, I don't believe I gave the coronavirus to Barry the boater because I have not been in uh, general proximity of him for the last three months. We are connected virtually via Zoom, and that's how we roll right now as we uh, continue to be socially distanced here at the uh, World of Boating. So, uh, Barry, first off, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You sound okay. You sound no different. Um, my voice is a little crackly, but it didn't seem like it's gotten into my lungs. It's it's more of a... It's more of a sexy rasp. Go with yeah. that. <laughs> That's what my wife would call it. My, okay. Uh, well, there you go. Voice. See, you got to look at the bright side. But, but the uh, symptoms you're encountering so far, like what I did uh, about a month ago now at least, um, they, uh, were, were relatively minor. And so far, that's been the case for you so far, too? The, the best I could describe it is, is it felt like a really bad flu. Yeah. Um, right. With, uh, you're, you're tired. You just want to sleep. Um, mm-hmm. You are coughing a little bit, but, you know, like the rest of my family, the, the whole house is contaminated. Yeah, this you got an entire family of COVID uh, folks. Right. And so it's kind of uh, spread through. Uh, well, well, uh, I mean. You know, I, I'm just speaking to Barry right now because uh, somehow, by the freak of nature, Pat, Captain Patrick's the only World of Boating crew member that hadn't been infected yet, from what I can tell. Or maybe he has, and we just haven't noticed. Patrick, care to comment or no? Well, uh, I get tested every two weeks. Oh, you do? Okay. And it's yeah, always so come back negative. I, I have yet to develop any COVID antibodies, so uh, I have not had it as of yet. Well, come on and- over. And um, I would attribute that to uh, my uh, superior uh, physical stamina. Um, All right. My and, workout regimen and my diet. Obsession and with hygiene. The fact that I wear a mask. He's wearing a giant condom with just a little hole for his mouth right now, as you can uh, potentially see on Facebook. But he's, well, he's uh, tested, it's worked he's for tested, him. He's yeah. tested by the alien that lives behind him every day. Really? Okay, yeah. interesting. That's uh, one theory. Uh, that may be the drugs you're on, uh, Barry. I'm just saying. Okay, but regardless, I, I, first off, I, I'm sorry you're having to go through this. Uh, in all honesty, but the good news is, it sounds like you're not being hit up too hard, and uh, kind of in that fortunate category. You know, if you're going to get this, hopefully, you know it's going to be mild. You got to be quarantined for a couple weeks, and you'll get through it on the other side. I'm living proof. You know, oh, I, yeah. I'm just I, as twisted as I was before I got it. 
I mean, if, if you can survive, I think I can survive. Okay. You can look at it that way. Exactly. <laughs> no, it hasn't gotten into my lungs. My daughter's been coughing a lot more. Yeah. My wife has been coughing a lot more. My mother-in-law tested positive, and she has pneumonia in her left lung. Well, so uh, you've already got this question from all your friends, I'm sure. So how, how did you catch it? You think you just got it from your daughter? I don't know. Or I mean, it's, it's because, think about it. My wife is retired, so she's been home. My daughter's been, you know, doing her schoolwork from here. And yeah. She does work at the hospital, though. So well, it is okay. Possible. There's that. There is that that she may have brought it back, even though, you know, she keeps all the clothing and all that stuff outside. But mm. still, uh, what she tells me is that you can get it into your system, but for the first five or so days while it's incubating, yeah, it won't even show up in a test yet. So she could have gotten it a week prior. And yeah. then brought it in, and then you know, um, and then it just starts spreading around. Right. Well, so, so and, you and, don't really know how you got it, but your entire no. family has been infected. So, right. It and I work by myself. Through. I work by myself in my own office. There's no one in there. The office building. We all wear masks in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically, and, when we watch Barry on Zoom every week on Facebook Live, he does look like he's uh, in a dungeon with a bunch of uh, weird equipment. No, no, this is my this is my play office. My other okay. office, the real one that I make money with is his quarantine is office. Right. Is what it is. Okay. Yeah. And well, I'm looking rather pasty in it today too. Well, that's uh, it's just how we roll. And, and all that all that stuff behind him, just yeah. so that you know, that is the world's largest coffee maker. Okay. And but it uh, makes a great cup of coffee. Does it? Yeah. Well, you'll have to just uh you know, testify for yourself because we're not coming over to try any. Okay. Uh, even though I've had it and I probably have the antibodies, I don't know officially yet. I'm not going to take the risk. Patrick, go on over there. Try his coffee. Um, um, nope. Yeah. Well, that that's the whole thing is that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen if it, if, it, if it mutates. And and maybe you'll have some of the antibodies. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll need to build up some others if it mutates. Right. Just, just not enough known about it. All I know is that it affects everyone differently. Okay. Yeah. Well, those flu-like symptoms, I had them for a couple of days, and then I was pretty much fine. But, yeah. uh, but, it, but it is what it is. I've had that question a lot, like, how did you catch it? And, and I have actually zeroed it in to uh, a bowl of chili from somebody who uh, I went to a restaurant with them, and the server accidentally brought two cups of chili for an appetizer. And after about five or ten minutes of him talking over the chili, at the time we had no idea he was infected with the coronavirus, but he was. He said, hey, you know, I'm not going to eat this. You want it? And I said, yeah, who says no to free chili? Well, I do. I I, I do now. That's a a lie, Greg. No, it's the God's honest truth. That's how I got coronavirus. I I have from the restaurant's closed circuit TV. Right. Uh, you and the unnamed individual were recreating the scene from mm-hmm. Lady and the Tramp. That is not true. They it don't is. even serve spaghetti. <laughs> I know. Anyway. That's what made it even worse. Yeah, right. You were doing it with chili. Oh. That was gross, man. <laughs> it's it's uh, then just the mental image of that is is very messy. It's just the afterthought later on. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's how I got it. And I've zeroed it in. And, you know, no one knows 100%, but it makes sense. Luckily, in my case... I got infected, got the coronavirus, and I did not spread it to my family members. So it, it started and ended with me. So well, uh, they don't allow you in the house that often, anyhow. Well, true. I'm kind of socially distanced by uh, 
Well, just by default, because, you know, they live with me and they know me and they want to keep their distance pretty much all year round. <laughs> and it paid off in this case. So, well, hey, I'll take it as a win. Anyway, uh, Barry is with us. That is good to know. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be back on the men next week and you'll feel 100 percent. And and he's uh, slightly under the weather, which, you know, it really doesn't matter because he doesn't perform at 100 percent here on the world of boating every week anyway. Let's I keep honest. trying. You know, it, it, it's all about the effort. Well, we'll leave it at that. It's it's what I can afford in riders, you know. Yeah. They get pricey if you get the good ones. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see if he can uh, hold it together for the entire broadcast today. Uh, if he hurls halfway through, hey, it'll be radio gold. But other than that, we do have some boating news and information to navigate through. Do we not, Patrick? Uh, we do. Do we? Uh, have, nothing with the coronavirus, I assume. Am I oh right? no, you're you're wrong. Oh, you do you're, have you're, something. You are wrong. Okay, uh, I Hit have me. a story. A story for every occasion, Greg. All right, what do you got? So, out of uh, Venice, Italy, uh, the city is attempting to ease another load from the shoulders of its uh, gondoliers. Wait, a new ease another load. That yeah, really uh, a is a new, loaded way to describe it. It, you know it I mean. sounds so wrong. Oof. And this, and it. Listen. I don't write the stories. I just read them. Mm-hmm. And he manages um, to do it without laughing. That's what's amazing. But uh, the, this is due to the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be placing a new restriction on the maximum capacity of the number of passengers that are allowed in the uh, gondolas. Uh, well, they would only the number- take usually two people in the in the captain, right? Or the gondola guy? Gee, you are just so full of useless misinformation. Well, wait, no. Is, well, tell me. It's what is stunning. I mean, why don't you just let me read the story, wait for me to put out the numbers, and then you can comment. That we way don't you don't need look no like you don't reading. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, Greg. All I'm right, trying just to get make to you it, actually then. look smart. You got 30 seconds. Go. They currently are allowed six passengers. They're mm-hmm. going to reduce that to five. And that's due to the increased weight of the tourists. Because people are staying locked down and they're eating more. They're getting oh, fat on spaghetti. Well, that's not yeah. very romantic. Someone's going to be left without a uh, mate. Right. Unless there's three of them. Um, but but this Italy. has really nothing to do with coronavirus as much as it has to do with obesity, I believe, is what you're saying, Patrick. Am I right? No. It's the coronavirus pandemic. First coronavirus. three words of the story. Okay. You say so. More coming up on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Captain Sparrow. Come to join me crew, lad. Welcome aboard. I'm here to find the man I love. I'm deeply flattered, son, but my first and only love is the sea. I'm the captain of the boat, and I really like to float on the water, out on the water. So put on your sailing pants and do your sailing dance. Take a ride on a boat with me. Let's go. Come sailing on a boat with me. Get on board. Boats are fun, you'll see. I like boats. Me too. Well, you're in the right place. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, to boat around and out the crew today, navigating the latest boating news and information. All right, so they cut down gondola rides from six passengers to five, uh, evidently due to obesity or the coronavirus. Take your pick. Uh, well, it's, it, they said it's due to the coronavirus where people, again, staying locked down. Right. And lack of, uh, you know, they're they're not so inclined to take on physical activities and exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So one led to the other. Do? Yeah. They're, they're, and, well, you're talking about Italy, too, where there's some of the best food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're, they're going to eat. And the uh, Raul Roverati, who's president of the Association of Substitute Gondoliers, never would have thought... That there was an organization, uh, Association of Substitute Gondoliers, hmm. uh, which is a group representing less experienced gondoliers, because that's who you want, you know, um, taking you on your ride. Uh, from some countries, it's like bombs loading on, and when is fully loaded, the hole sinks and water enters. These are fat bombs. <laughs> Can you imagine if your gondolier offers you? A uh, life jacket. He must be a substitute. What do you mean? Well, because they're they're not as uh, experienced. So here, put on this life jacket. I'm just a substitute. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm guessing they would probably leave that bit of information off the briefing. You know, (laughs) Uh, I would. I, I would just say the most boring time on the water would would have to be in a gondolier. Well, it depends just, on who you're in the gondolier with. If you're with your better half, you can make the most out of it, if you know what I mean. 
listen, we've talked about this before. If I can't drive it, I don't want to be in it. Ah. Hmm. Okay. He wants to be fully involved. So in you don't the, see uh, the romantic element of a gondola, gondola and going on a gondola ride, Patrick. Even if you had someone that, hey. Uh, no, in Venice's waterways, the only, the, only, the only reason why you could really probably go now and enjoy it is because of the lack of traffic. The waterways have actually cleared up. And you can actually see. Otherwise, they were so full of trash and it's stinky. And right. you know, basically, you have to remember, this is a city that's sinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I'd like to do it in a powerboat, like a scene out of like a James Bond movie or something like that. That would be cool. Okay. I don't think Patrick is getting my drift whatsoever, but that's fine. We'll, we'll just move on. It just make it awkward. But, uh, I understand what you're saying. You're, you're a true boater. You prefer to be the man in control. I, like I a, do. A control freak. All right. So, yes. uh, just keep that in mind. If you want to go to Italy, what else we got, Patrick? All right. Um, on social media, you know, there's there's uh, this uh, lack of a better term, you know, the the shaming um, thing that goes on. You know, mm. uh, people will will take shots at people for just about anything, and you know, that's called whether it's you know food shaming or you know child rear shaming or whatever it is. So, ex NFL star Tory Smith. Um, Posted a picture. He's out on his boat fishing and he's wearing a life jacket, which is smart. Okay. Um, and he has been life jacket shamed. How so? Well, people going after him. Bro, why are you wearing a life jacket? What, you afraid of falling in the water? Blah, 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 blah. And he said, you know, to the folks that clown me about my life jacket, this is a serious issue. And he's correct. He said, I'm new to boating and I respect the water, so I'm going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a guy who won the Super Bowl, part of a Super Bowl winning team, and he does know how to swim. He says, and this is true, ability alone to swim can't and won't prevent drownings. And he's not willing to take the risk. Mm-hmm. And of course, this comes just, you know, weeks after Naya Rivera's tragic death, the actress um, that accidentally drowned in Lake Peru after swimming with her son. Um, you know, she was swimming with her son. She wasn't wearing a life jacket because they're jumping off the pontoon boat. They're going to go for a swim. But, you know, you're with somebody, a, a small child that can't help you. Not sure what happened, whether she developed a leg cramp or whatever, couldn't get back to the boat. And that's it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. So, yeah. you know, so he's Pat- really smart. It's just his buddies busting his balls about a life jacket. Don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, listen, wear it, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever style you got. And I'm, I'm on the larger yachts, of course, uh, you know, enclosed cockpits and that, uh, I'm not doing that on the, uh, smaller boats, you know, wear the suspender style with the CO2 cartridge. Cause I don't like the big bulky ones. You know, I don't, I don't like the ones that, Certainly not going to wear the uh, the orange horse collar uh, style. Well, if you don't, if that's all you got, wear it. What the hell? Yeah, but have a little bit of respect. You right? Know? Don't it's make spend, wearing spend a little, life jackets as political as face masks. Yeah, just just <laughs> just spend a little extra money and get a nice jacket, one that fits you. Because if it fits you and it looks good on you, you're going to be more inclined to wear it. Right? Make it look cool. You to know, your buddies like when, when jacket, I'm wearing. That, 
when yeah. I'm wearing my inflatable and I pass by FWC, they just wave. They're happy to see it on me. And and it's no big issue. Right. You know, you take it off. Once you throw an anchor out, you could take it off and then relax. Yeah, Not I only th- that, Barry, they, they see you with that. They're less inclined to pull you over and give you a safety inspection. That's right. I didn't get boarded until I had Greg with me. <laughs> that goes without saying. Hilarious. Papers? Okay. You have papers? <laughs> Let me see your papers. Where did this man float in from? Mm-hmm. You All don't right. look American. You are too translucent, like we can see through your body. All right. Or are you from Siberia? How did this turn, uh, you know, story turn into something about me? It's uh, always about that's you. basically the show every week, Greg. Well, okay. I guess maybe that's true. All right. What else you got there, Patrick? Um, want to want to get into a. a a subject that's going to kind of take us a couple different ways. And this is really uh, comes down to boating safety. Um, Again, following some stuff on social media, uh, there was a post by a guy and uh, he has a pontoon boat. I won't say the manufacturer because it really, it's not to me, it's not relevant to the story, but he, he posts, you know, this picture of his hand and he, he lost his pinky finger. Okay. And he put, and he showed, puts a picture of, you know, the, uh, the side gunnel door and, you know, this is a hazard and this is a manufacturing, you know, this is a bad manufacturing from the boat manufacturer and this should be corrected because this is a pinch point. Hmm. Well, I got news for you. Boats are dangerous. Okay. And we're going to tell you more about how to stay safe after we come back. Or how to make them less dangerous. How about that? Maybe. Okay. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Barry, the boater, navigating the latest boating news and information and how to make your boating less dangerous or safer or, I don't know, uh, what, what, what's the deal, Patrick? What do you mean? What were you referring to there before the break? Well, there are many ways that you can get yourself injured out on your boat, no matter what type of boat that you have. Mm-hmm. And you just need to be aware of those dangers uh, those uh things that could cause you harm stub I mean, your toe I, on the cleat well you're not too far off uh, a big one actually is people that like to slide off usually the bow or the stern you know to drop into the water and mm-hmm. maybe there's a recessed cleat you know one that's got that's sitting down in a scalloped area and it's bad enough if your your bathing suit or your shorts or whatever gets hung up on it but if you hit that thing in such a manner that those ends of those, some of those cleats are actually a little pointy, um, it could puncture your skin. It could, it could, it could rip a, rip a gash in you. Leave you can become a scallop. Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and it's pretty bad when it catches your suit and you get a, you know, atomic wedgie. Oof, those hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got stuff like that. And speaking of, you know, your, your deck hardware, your stainless especially if you're in a you're out on a day where it's nice, bright and sunny and again, you go to you beach the boat or you're you're out 
anchored and you want to go for a swim and you know somebody wants to go sit up on the bow it that stainless cap on that bow light that thing's holding some heat hmm. you know and you don't realize it because you you kind of sit down on it doesn't take long i mean how long does it take to put your hand down on a hot burner on a stove and no, wait, wait, you know, why would you sit down on a heated lamp like that unless you're looking for some kind of because you're, you're not aware you're looking for a way to get off the boat oh on the bow. okay all right i'm just checking so not so you, unintentional of course right, right. <laughs> and, and it's all unintentional it there and the manufacturers of boats they can only put so many warning labels on the boat so make you sure know? you know where all these little things are in your vessel and uh it'll make your boating just a little safer right that's what you mean no Okay, he'll explain next. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Looks like one ship was saved today. A relationship. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Gregory, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. So watch all those cleats and little uh, knickknacks and corners and things that'll cut you, bump you, uh, irritate your skin. You know, just know your boat. Know where all those little things that are popping up around the vessel are and uh, try to avoid them when you're just slipping into the water or just walking around the deck. And well, uh, I mean, you've got, you've got deck hatches in boats. You've got ski locker hatches. Uh, you know, those, could, those edges, although not razor sharp, you know, if you mistakenly have your hand, you know, in the opening and, you know, you close the door mm-hmm. um, and it slams down, you know, you're going to get hurt. And the thing is, it's not that the manufacturers are building unsafe boats. They put as much information out there in owner's manuals and warning labels. Uh, years ago, we used to have to put warning labels on speedometers because uh, abrupt turns above 35 miles an hour may result in temporary loss of control of the boat because people, ju- you got a boat that's going to do 55, 65. Mm-hmm. They're pulling somebody on a ski or a tube and they fall off or they just want to, hey, there's Bob over there. Let's turn around. And they swing that boat around and, you know, you you, you totally lose control. And it's like you, you, you have to come back on the throttle. You know, you got to slow down. You got to lower the drive. Let the, let the hull bury itself in the water a little bit. Make a nice, gentle turn. You know, it's not a race. You know, you're not you're not offshore boat racing. You're in trying to enjoy the day out on the water and keep everybody safe. Mm-hmm. And these things in boats uh, start with capacity plates. You should know what the limit is for your boat, how many people it can carry and or people and gear so that you don't overload, so that everybody's safe, so that you have the right amount of protection for everybody on board. If you've got a larger yacht and you've got a swim platform and you want to carry a uh, a rigid inflatable on the back or a sea you know, there's going to be a label on the back that says this platform is rated for 500 pounds or 750 pounds or a thousand pounds. You know, it's those things. And then you go and you put 1500 pounds on there and you wind up 
taking the transom of the boat below the waterline, then your engines ingest water through the exhaust, and then you're calling the boat manufacturer because, hey, you built a boat and, you know, my engines ingested water and, you know, you owe me two engines. It's that type of stuff. And if you're buying a used boat, a pre-owned boat, you should be taking even more time to identify those areas that could be potentially harmful to you or others that are on your vessel. Just be aware of those. And that brings us to when you're out on the boat with people, because we know how boat crazy everything is right now. And there's a lot more people out on the water. Uh, a company that I work for, we had our best year ever in 50 years. We do, we just closed the books on the, the 2020 model year. Wow. Best year ever in 50 years. Hmm. Um, and crazy as it sounds, large part due to the pandemic. Um, just a weird confluence of events, but you've got more people out on the water that hadn't thought about boating and they just see it as, yeah, this is something great we can do with the family, but they have no idea what they're getting into. There was an incident with down in Sanibel where these people were out on a boat. They got a nice, nice group of people, a boyfriend, girlfriend, and you know, kids and stuff like that. And they put the boat up on the beach and guys having trouble beaching the boat. And the girlfriend does what to help him? Jumps off the back of the boat because she thought that the engine was off. Uh-huh. And instead, she gets in the water. And, of course, he's trying to back the boat up. And what happens, Barry? Zoom. It's like a Cuisinart. Yeah. It's like a what? It's like a food Cuisinart. processor. I yeah, think food processor. You. Okay. Cuisinart. She, she, she got hit by the prop. Fortunately, not too bad. She didn't lose any limbs or anything. Close. Right. But there's a lack of communication, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not on a very large boat either. But, you know, whoever's in control of the boat, you have to be in control of the people that are on your vessel. You just can't leave everybody to, you know, their their own devices, so to speak, because next thing you know, you're going to back that boat off the sandbar. And, you know, Joe's swimming behind the boat. You don't realize he's not in board or you think he's up on the beach somewhere and you back up and now Joe's dead. Yeah, that'll ruin your boating outing, won't it? Uh, it will, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't happen. So it's just take the time to know your boat. Mm-hmm. Identify those areas. I think there's you- a song written about that. No, 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 your boat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, anyway, I get it. That, that makes sense. Know the limits of your boat. Know where all the stuff is on your boat. Just know your boat, like you said. And, well, uh, you, you, make and you can't say, yeah, don't blame manufacturers for, you know, things that it's really not their, uh, well, you can try, but they're probably well, going to tell you to suck it. You know, when you yeah. call them up and say, Hey, you, well, I, I never whatever. tell, I never tell customers that, but there are times when you have to explain that, you know, these things are made this way for a reason mm-hmm. and you have to be aware of that. and you know, work around that accordingly and, you know, don't stick your hand uh, down in this area or, you know, turn the boat abruptly when you're over 35 miles an hour or uh, any any of those things. It's just right. be aware. And, you know, I feel bad for the guy that lost his pinky finger on this. This, uh, If you're familiar with pontoon boats, they have those side gunnel doors. It's kind of that lightweight aluminum. Mm-hmm. Um, so somehow his hand 
I guess, jumping off the boat or getting off the boat, got caught in that pinch point. Oh, and that'll do it. Cut, cut his finger off. Well, well you know, that's, that's actually one of the number one problems we have on dive charter boats is the, 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 the ladders they put on the back of these boats for the divers to get in and out of the water, really mostly out. They're usually on hinges and they're floating with the, you know, with the surge or whatever. And they're rocking on those hinges and they always tell you, you know, do not. Uh, or, or watch where you place your hand when you come to the uh, ladder because you don't want to get it pinched in that, you know, into that uh, area there. You you will lose a finger and stuff and, like and, that. And that's the thing. If you were to look, if you went into your kitchen and opened up a drawer or opened up a door, you wouldn't think twice about it because you're not moving. Nothing's happening. But when you're in a moat, a boat and everything is moving or around. Or a moat. A, a boat, boat in a moat. A boat in a moat and a wave hits you or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly as, uh, as uh, Greg said. You know, when we're climbing up those ladders, you don't put your hands on the side of the ladder because that's where the hinges are. Put them in the front of the ladder where they can't get crushed. Right. So. Yeah. It's a, it, it's just one of those hazards about knowing how the uh, dive boat rolls, literally. You know, it's, it's just knowing how they are. And, they, and it's up to the captain to make sure the passengers know to be on the lookout for that. And that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. And not only to be on the lookout for that, but again, to... Keep control, have control of the passengers that are on your vessel. Mm-hmm. Let them know where they can sit. Let them know to, be, to remain seated until you tell them that it's safe for them to get up and move. Right. You know, it, it, you do a head count before you leave the sandbar or you back off the beach or you take up anchor. That way you're not leaving somebody behind, you know, that, that may have floated away a distance, you know, on a floaty or something like that. Because in the height of, you know, um, it's hot out and we're going to turn around and, you know, we just want to get back in. People unfortunately get left behind out on the water all too often. I mean, one time is too much, you know, but we hear about it happening with divers because the, the, the guy running the boat lost track of where they were, or he decided to run for, you know, there's a storm coming or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it happens with recreational boaters too. And you just have to be aware of that. Know that if you, it is your boat, and you are driving it, well, if it's your boat, period, it's your responsibility to make sure that everybody that goes out comes back in the same condition, if not better. Well, usually it is better because you've just been out boating. So you're going to be refreshed. You're going to be excited that you had just the time of your life. Uh, But if you happen to be that person on the boat, that didn't come back and the captain forgot about you, it, it, it will definitely ruin your day. Yeah, well, you take from somebody who got left behind in uh, the Menlo Park Mall when he was about five, yeah. um, it stinks. Hmm. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty traumatic. Huh. So that happened to you. It, yeah, I mean, my, my mom and her best friend, Mrs. Smith, you know, we had the, 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 the great 1974 Ford Country Squire station wagon mm-hmm. loaded up. You know, my brother, my two sisters, myself, and Mrs. Smith's two kids, and right. off to the mall we went, and um, you know, lost track of me. It happens, right? And they went all the way back out to the car, loaded up in the car again. You got all these kids, and it wasn't until they got home that they do it. It's like, where's Patrick? Oh, oh my God, we left them at the mall. Was it a yeah. Home Alone thing, or was no? This more it wasn't like a Home a, Alone thing. It was. It, it was, was deliberate. Uh, I think it was. <laughs> uh, I really do. 
the way we know Patrick now, that that really hits close to home and kind of rings true with the World of Boating crew. But yeah, we'll let them hang out anyway. <laughs> More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we now return to night boat the crime solving boat faster night boat you gotta catch those starfish poachers you don't have to yell michael i'm all around you Oh, no, the headed for land. We'll never catch him now. Incorrect. Look, a canal. Oh, night boat, go! Oh, every week there's a canal. Or an inlet. Or a fjord. Quiet! I will not hear another word against the boat. I was young, I was dry, but to sail I would go. One hour on the water, I was soaked down below. Though I tried, I couldn't hide from my mother's piercing view. But all she would say was, a big boy like you. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. Get a little pissed Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. This is the world of boating uh, in the appropriate place to be if you belong to the... Uh, Wet Pants Club. I mean, it kind of goes with the territory when you're on a boat. You're going to have wet pants. And we welcome all 
sweatpants here at the World of Boating Radio Show. All right, so uh, we've you know talked about how to make your boating less dangerous. What else do we got to navigate through, Captain Patrick? Well, if you happen to be down here in the uh, beautiful uh, state of Florida and you're looking to get away from the uh, landlubbers, like who uh, isn't at this to do point? some to do yeah. some social distancing, mm-hmm. um, and if this year couldn't get any weirder, you know we got we got sharks grabbing ten year olds off of boats, and you know just all this all the pandemics raging, just some really really crazy crazy stuff. It seems there is a mysterious blue hole off of Florida's Gulf Coast. A mysterious blue hole. All a right, mysterious so, blue hole. The phenomenon so is located about 425 feet below the water surface. So, Greg, that's within your recreational dive limit, right? No. <laughs> but but just so we're clear, so people understand really what a blue hole is in the ocean. For one time, it'll be. <laughs> uh, it, it's an ancient cave that the, uh, the, the, that the ceiling caved in, right? And it no. Cre- well, yeah, I thought no. that's what a blue hole was. What is it? Uh, wait. Wait. Okay, tell me. Uh, again, not, what you know, I could, I could turn this around and make you look so smart just by you agreeing with what I'm about to read instead of spouting conjecture What is a blue nonsense. hole according to your uh, stuff? Scientists are flocking to Florida's Gulf Coast for a glimpse of a mysterious 425-foot-deep blue hole on the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. The glowing mystery hole about 155 feet below the water surface, is similar to sinkholes seen on solid land, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Right. The site has been dubbed the Green Banana. Okay. <laughs> has been a hot topic for scientists and deep-sea explorers have been hoping for a glimpse of the phenomena from afar. Surprisingly, the first reports of blue holes came from fishermen and recreational divers, not scientists or researchers. In general, the holes appear to host a diverse biological community full of marine life, including corals, sponges, mollusks, sea turtles, and sharks. Been there, dove them. NOAA has already collected 17 water samples from the area, along with four sediment samples. Mm-hmm. Remarkably, they also discovered two dead but intact small-toothed sawfish, an endangered species at the bottom of the hole. They plan to embark on a new mission to a second deeper area of the hole in August. Uh, okay, does it say what a blue hole done. is or not? Um, do, do, because well, how little, I just... wait, little <laughs> is known about blue holes due to the lack of accessibility and unknown distribution and abundance. The opening of a blue hole can be several hundred feet underwater. And for many holes, the opening is too small for an automated submersible. Researchers don't know much about blue holes, but scientists are hoping to learn if the holes are connected to Florida's groundwater or if there's groundwater intrusion into the Gulf of Mexico. Right. So what it is, they are cavernous areas like like the uh like the aquifer like you're talking about in florida and the ceiling is caved in and that creates this opening from the surface whether it's you know submerged or not they create these uh you know these giant holes especially you you know you see them from airplanes uh, throughout the caribbean and you'll see them in the bahamas and belize and stuff like that and they just look like you know round uh lakes uh, well, you'll see them in Middle Florida too. They have a lot of sinkhole problems up yeah, there. Yeah, but but once again, it's a ceiling of a cave or a cavern that has collapsed and creates this opening or this blue hole. So, in the bottom, they'll usually find a bunch of rubble, maybe stalactites and things like that from a cave system. I mean, they're impressive. They're they're very interesting uh, 
formations for divers to to go into and free divers have a tendency to use them uh you know like breath hold divers they'll go down and like set world records in these blue holds because a lot of times they can be very deep like 400 plus feet like you're describing that one but they just found this one patrick and they just found this one called the green banana and then where is it again exactly like what part they did they didn't give the latitude and longitude um other than it's off florida's (laughs) gulf coast okay he looks so Uh, disappointed when you said that well yeah i'm not aware of that many of them in uh you know, off the Gulf well, Coast there. In Florida, well, I think so. if you if you searched green banana blue hole, it's either going to take you to a really weird porn site mm-hmm. or it's going to take <laughs> you to more information about this phenomena. Green I mean, you got a banana, 50-50 shot. Uh, green banana glory hole. No, wait, no, no. Blue it could hole. be not, not glory blue. hole. Blue it hole, could be right. from uh, the Smurf movie. Okay, if you say so. What is your limit, your dive limit with the rebreather? Well, it oh, depends on yeah. It know. depends on the type of rebreather you're using. There's a lot of. I mean, for open that. for open tanks, I think it's 130 feet. Uh, 140s recreational dive limit rebreathers. You're getting into technical stuff. You could go much deeper, but uh, why bother? Most of the cool stuff is uh, shallower than even 70, 50 feet. So because you can go in a blue hole. Well, they just uh, it's just a big cavernous opening of blue water. So you can go anywhere. Kind of like this that. show. Good point. And on that note, let's just wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life life is better better as as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.